0: this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it welcome to our lord's house this morning Um, we're going to uh, sing our first hymn come thou fount of every blessing O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, Amen. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the ninth chapter Glory to you, O Lord. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, and he rose and went home when the crowd saw it they were afraid and they glorified god who had given such authority to men this is the gospel of the lord praise, praise to, you, to you o christ christ is risen hallelujah jesus conquered death in the grave for you and me our text today is our old testament reading from genesis chapter 28, Here again these words, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. And in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. These are the words of our text, God's grace his mercy, and his peace be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Jacob's life was a mess. His brother Esau wants to kill him. And we might even say with good reason. For Jacob stole Esau's blessing, and more. In fact, Esau comforts himself with the thought of killing Jacob. So Jacob's mom tells Jacob to run for his life. So Jacob runs away from home. He grabs a few things and he heads north. Jacob runs to his uncle's house for safety. It's a long journey to Laban's house. It will take Jacob about three weeks to walk there, walking from southern Israel, south of Jerusalem, all the way past Damascus, way up to the northern part of what today we know as Syria. It is far enough from home, that Jacob should be safe from his brother Esau. Jacob's life is a mess because Jacob is a sinful man. He is a liar, a cheat, a thief, and more. Jacob could have written the song, Chief of Sinners, Though I Be. Or maybe more accurately, Thief of Sinners, Though I be. And as a result of his sin, Jacob has to run away from home. He loses everything. He leaves everything behind, everything that was familiar. He leaves behind his mom and dad and all that he knew. Isn't that what sin does? Isn't that what sin does to us? It messes up our life. It ruins our relationships. It steals from you and me peace and joy in our life. We wish we could go back and start over. Undo the things we've done. We want to run from our past because we are ashamed. Sin takes everything from you and me. It leaves us lonely, our lives a mess, and we say with St. Paul and sing, chief of sinners, though I be. Jacob was a mess, and as the sun sets, on the first day of his exile, Jacob stops for the night. He lays down, he's exhausted, and he rests his head on a stone. This is no Holiday Inn Express. It is better. It is better. Jacob doesn't know it yet, but this is the Lord's place. This is the house of God, a place called Bethel. It is the gate that opens the way to heaven. And Jacob falls asleep and he dreams. And he dreamed and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were descending and ascending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and your offspring, Jacob, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. This was the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jacob falls asleep, and his life is a mess. And he wakes up and his life is still a mess. But Jacob wakes up with a promise from God. God says, Jacob, I will be with you. I will bring you all the way back here, back home. And all of the families of the earth, Jacob, all of them will be blessed through you and your family, all of your descendants. How will that happen? How will all the families of the earth be blessed through Jacob? Through a man whose life is a mess? Jacob is a blessing to all people because the Savior will be born from Jacob's family. Think about that for just a minute. From the thief of sinners, Jesus will be born. Unlike Jacob, Jesus will be without sin. Jesus is the Holy Son of God, born of the Virgin Mary. And Jesus will be tempted in every way, just like Jacob, except that Jesus will be without sin. And later, later the innocent Jesus will suffer at the hands of Jacob's descendants, his brother's Jesus will suffer at their hands. His own people, Jesus will suffer. Jesus will be crucified between two thieves, two criminals. And by his death, Jesus will conquer death. With his blood, Jesus will wash away the sins of the world. His sacrifice will reconcile the entire world to God. His sacrifice will reconciles you you know that don't you this morning as you sit here in the house of god you are blessed by jacob god's promise to jacob has been fulfilled and it has been fulfilled in you in your life god said to jacob in you and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And hasn't that happened for you? Your family blessed by Jacob? You see, your salvation comes from Jesus. Your salvation comes from a a messed up family. It comes from a man on the run. But more importantly, it comes from a God who loves you and who does marvelous things for you. Isn't that the way God works? He does the unexpected. He does the things that we consider to be foolish. He chooses people we consider to be losers. Think about Jacob's dream and God's promise. Did you notice that God doesn't say to Jacob in the dream to get his life straightened out first, Jacob, straighten out your life first, and then, then I will bless you, Jacob. God doesn't say that. And he doesn't tell Jacob, Jacob, stop sinning first, and then, then I will be with you. No, that's not the way God does it. To a sleeping sinner whose life is a mess, in a dream God speaks And God makes a promise to Jacob without any conditions at all. Why? Because there's absolutely no way that Jacob can keep a covenant with God. Jacob is sinful, his heart is bent toward sin. Every inclination of his sinful heart is evil all of the time. Jacob is a slave a slave to lies, a slave to cheating, a slave to stealing, a slave to his selfishness. He is a thief and a robber at heart. But God is rich in mercy. And in his grace, God chooses this man, Jacob, whose life is a mess, who is as sinful as everyone. God chooses Jacob without condition and makes him a promise. And God will be faithful to his promise to Jacob, even though Jacob in his life will be faithless. In the New Testament, St. Paul put it this way, If we are faithless, God will remain faithful, for God cannot deny himself. And so Jacob wakes up at Bethel, and he is still on the run, still in danger. But God's promise gives Jacob faith to believe and trust in the promise God has made to him. Jacob says after he wakes up, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. He didn't know it before. He didn't believe before. But now the promise of God has given to Jacob faith. He believes. He believes in the God of Abraham and his father Isaac. The Lord is in this place. And Jacob calls the place Bethel, the house of God. And there, in the house of God, Jacob is blessed by God's mercy and his grace. Well, here's the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey would say. Jacob still sins. Just read the chapters after Genesis chapter 28. Jacob marries two sisters and has children with two other women. He hates Leah, his first wife, and loves Rachel, his second. He cheats his uncle Laban, and he's on the run again. He raises some really nasty sons, He makes Joseph a coat of many colors and plays favorites. He's not a good dad. He's not a good husband. He is still a sinner, still the thief of sinners, even the chief of sinners. Jacob is not faithful. His life is still a mess, but God is faithful to Jacob, and Jacob clings to the promises of God's word. Jacob is a man of faith. He is saved by grace, grace grace-free and boundless. And God blesses Jacob just as he said, even though his life is still all messed up. And through this messed up man, God blesses you. Now, I want to make something clear. I am not condoning Jacob's sin. And I am not telling you to go and do thou likewise. (laughs) St. Paul says, how can we go on sinning? He says, we can't. We've been baptized into Christ. We have died with Christ and been raised with him to a new life. I'm not condoning Jacob's life, and neither is Holy Scripture, but what Holy Scripture does is point out to you the truth about Jacob's life, that he was a sinful man and everything relied upon God, his grace, his mercy. And that's what I'm showing you this morning, the grace and the mercy of God for you. God had unconditional love for Jacob and he has unconditional love for you. This morning, God doesn't say to you, stop sinning, and then I will love you. He doesn't say, get your life in order first, and then I will bless you. He doesn't say, if you are good, I will be good to you. No, that's not the way God treated Jacob, and it's not the way God treats you and me. His love is not conditional. It is not based upon you and me getting better, or being faithful, or keeping our end of some bargain. No, God deals with you and me according to His promises, the promises that He makes to you and me in His Son, Jesus. God is merciful and gracious to you, not because of who you are and what you do, He is gracious and merciful to you for the sake of Jesus, his son, who sacrificed himself on Calvary's cross for you. He loves you for the sake of Jesus, Jacob's great and holy descendant, the one promised in a dream to a man whose life was a mess. Like Jacob, you are still a sinner, even the chief of sinners. And to you, a sinner today, all caught up in your sin, always making a mess out of your life, doing the things you don't want to do and not doing the things you want to do, to you, a sinner this morning, God says to you, I will be with you. I will bless you and keep you. I will work all things in your life for your good I will always be faithful to you. I will always forgive your sins. And I will raise you from the dead. And I will give you everlasting life with Jacob and all who have gone before you and all who will come after you. Period. No conditions. You see, this is the gospel. The gospel is a one-way street. God does all the saving. God does all the promise-making. God does all the promise-keeping. God is faithful to you, just as he was faithful to Jacob. This is the gospel. And this is the power of God for salvation for you and me. This gospel, this is what gives you faith. It gives you faith that believes the promises of God, that believes in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This gospel, it gives to you a brand new heart, a heart that beats with love for God and love for your neighbor. This gospel gives you hope, it gives you courage, it gives you forgiveness and a fresh start again and again and again, day after day, Many times every day. And through this gospel, Jesus keeps you as his own. Even though your life, like Jacob's, is still a mess. Thief of sinners, Jacob be. Chief of sinners, this we be. And so we sing. Chief of sinners, though I be, Jesus shed his blood for me, died that I might live on high, lives that I might never die, as the branches to the vine. I am his, and he is mine. Oh, the height of Jesus' love, higher than the heavens above, deeper than the depths of sea, lasting as eternity. Love that found me, wondrous thought, found me when I sought him not. O my Savior, help afford by your spirit and your word when my wayward heart would stray, keep me in the narrow way. Grace in time of need supply while I live and when I die. And when you die, and you will, It is Jesus who will cling to you and hold you in his loving arms. And he will take you to life everlasting with him. It's all about Jesus, not you, not me. Jesus only. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Please join me in speaking the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Our closing song today is uh, hymn number 722, Lord, take my hand and lead me. 722.